Welcome to Let's Utter God's official podcast channel. If you are adamant on improving your walk with God and pursuing His ways, this is the podcast channel for you. Join me, Blessing Mashulani, your host, as we discuss issues which matter on this Christian journey. Be blessed. What is up guys, it's your boy Blessing and yes, you are listening to another episode of Let's After God's official podcast. We are on episode 19 and wow, I'm so excited at this journey that we chose to take ever since May of this year and we've made it this far. It's just been the grace of God which has kept us and um, I'm so grateful to everyone who has been listening. If you are returning listener i want to just say welcome back and yes this is a safe space this is a space for lads and ladies after god who are adamant on following god in his ways if you're listening for the first time you are not lost you are at the right place and i believe that you are gonna grow with us i believe that you're gonna learn something it might be just one thing it might be two things it might be three things but you're definitely gonna learn something which will help you in the long run along your journey of following god because yeah, what is life without God? There's no life without God. And uh, what we stand for as lads and ladies after God is just that we are pursuing God. Because the word of God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these other things shall, you know, shall follow. So we are not seeking all the wealth and all, all you know, pleasantries that this world has to offer. What we're seeking instead is God. So yeah, welcome. As you might have seen from the title of this of today's episode, we are talking about lust. And um, this is a bit of a mature topic and a sensitive topic. So I'd advise that um, please do listen to this um, alone or probably not in the company of someone who is under the age of 16 years because we're talking about a bit of um, mature topics. So okay maybe if you're a teenager yeah you can listen to this because you it more or less affects you so yeah we're gonna be talking about the lies that lust tells us yeah last lies guys you know if there's a liar in this world it has to be lost and the thing about lust is that um it, it, it is it is an it is an instrument that the devil used uses to hold a lot of children or a lot of you know young people captive you know the word of god tells us that the enemy is out to steal kill and destroy and he does this on upon many people through lust through lust addiction and um we need to expose this and um we need to demyth you know some of the things that have been going off and we've been hearing which we have accepted as truth, which is not truth at all. So we are going to be uncovering the lies that lust tells us. And many of them will sound true. And I'm, I'm not um, I'm not expecting to you to agree with each and every one of them. But I'm going to talk from my personal experience. Um, I'm not saying I'm the most knowledgeable person, but I believe that God has journeyed through with me through life and I've experienced a lot of, you know, ups and downs regarding to last addiction. And I believe that what I have went through can definitely help someone. And if you're listening to this, I want to tell you that 
what I'm going to talk about today will definitely help you. If you do not have a problem with lust addiction, you, I promise you, you probably know someone who does. So just have a listen to what we're going to be talking about so that you will be better equipped to help them deal with their lust addiction. So yeah, let's start without wasting any more time with the lies that lust tells us. The first one, I'm sure this one is yeah one of the most popular ones. Okay, at least for my life. I've told myself this lie so many times. It's the lie which says, this is the last time. You know, when you, when you, when you allow yourself to sin, you know, willfully, and you tell yourself that this is the last time, even before you commit it, you are like, okay, this is the last time. Let me just do it. But this is the last time. I think this is a lie that a lot of us have told ourselves and we have used it as an excuse, you know, just to ease our consciences, just to say, you know what, God, I just hope you understand. This is the last time I'm doing this. And yeah, that's willfully sinning. And I don't believe that God appreciates that. Imagine if someone did that to you. Imagine if someone willfully harmed you and said, no, man, this is the last time. Even before they did it, that's just that's just so painful. I can just imagine how it is to God when we tell him that. So I, this is a lie that I personally, you know, was, I'm so guilty. I am so guilty for saying this so many times to myself and to God that, you know, it's the last time I'm watching this porn. It's the last time I'm indulging in, you know, things like masturbation. I've said it even back when I um, was, you know, in a um, premarital when I was having premarital sex, you always tell yourself that, okay, this is the last time. I don't want to do it anymore, Lord. But instead of just cutting it off, you just tell yourself that, no, let me just do it one more time and then I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll break free. So this is a lie that I believe is, is, is very common and we need to just put it out there that do not lie to yourself by saying this is the last time. Do not lie to yourself and do not lie to God. By claiming this is the last time. Whereas you know in your heart that you're not ready to let go of this thing. Rather just cut it away. You know when it comes to lust addiction. Do not be gentle with it. You just need to cut it away. That's why even the Bible. Jesus when he was speaking to his disciples. He said if there's a part of your body which makes you sin. He, he actually used a graphic illustration. He said cut it off. It's better to go to heaven with one part of your body missing than go to eternal fire or hell with all of your body parts. So I believe that that's how serious this thing is. When there is something which is making you sin, do not reason with it. Just cut it off. No, it's not the last time. Do not lie to yourself. Do not lie to God. Cut it off immediately. That's one thing I wanted to tell you about regarding that th this thing do not keep lying to yourself guys like this is the last time no tell yourself that you know what it was the last time i'm never doing it again so that's the first thing that we need to just expose that's a lie that we need to expose the second lie that last tells us is that doing this doesn't harm me in any way if i use protection how many times have you had people say that? That, ah, oh, man, I'm using protection. So me sleeping around doesn't really harm me because, yeah, um, I'm not catching any um, 
STDs or STIs. I'm not impregnating anyone. And um, that's a lie, guys. That's a lie. Um, sexual, sexual, um, sexual, like having sex with someone, sexual immorality. The thing about sex is that it, it, it is something which unifies, you know, and not even a condom can, you know, break the barrier that, I mean, the, the connection that happens when people have sex. That's why the Bible tells us that when people have sex, they actually become one. Um, I think it was the, is it the book of Proverbs, which says he who lays with a harlot is one with the harlot. So it's like that when, when it comes to sex. So you cannot just claim to say, you know, I'm not harming anyone or I'm not doing anyone harm when I'm having sex. Remember that sex is not only a physical thing, it's an emotional thing. There are feelings involved. And another thing about sex, we can read it from the the book of First Corinthians chapter six verse eighteen, which says, "Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body." So yes, you might not be harming yourself um, in terms of diseases, but you are harming your own body by committing sexual immorality. So. There's something to ponder about, and I know this one is something that a lot of people, especially today's hypersexualized world, we tell ourselves that being sexually promiscuous is being sexually liberated. That's a lie. So we need to just say, you know, draw the line and say, you know what? Not even protection can protect my soul. What can protect my soul is living up to God's standard. God's standard and holiness is that is what will preserve my soul obeying god's word is what will preserve my soul so that's a lie that i wanted just to expose that let us not lie to ourselves with this and say no i'm using protection and um because i'm using protection i'm not harming anyone and um yeah this i can continue doing this so yeah the third lie that last tells us is the lie which says I will never be delivered from lust addiction so I might as well keep indulging this is one which I believe a lot of people are stuck in where you believe that you know what I've tried so many times to quit this I've tried so many times to stop sleeping around I've tried so many times to quit my porn addiction I've tried so many times to quit my masturbation addiction and i have failed so many times so i might as well just stop because i mean stop trying because i have been failing and um a lot of people actually think that it's impossible to quit a promiscuous lifestyle a lot of, a lot of people think that it's impossible to stop things like porn addiction and masturbation but i want to tell you that if jesus could conquer death itself if Jesus could heal the blind, if Jesus could heal the physically paralyzed, if Jesus could heal people from all diseases, which included leprosy, which included mental illness, I believe that Jesus can heal us and deliver us from each and every addiction if we let him. And letting Jesus be Lord in our lives, surrendering our hearts and our minds to Jesus, we will see him deliver us from this thing. So I want to tell you personally, I've struggled with lust addiction for so long, but I have seen it in my life that God and and through his word and through 
His power is able to deliver one from lust addiction. He is able to deliver you from sexual addiction. Yes, it's a process. Yes, it's not easy, but it is definitely possible. And I, I want you to get it out of your head that it is impossible because that's just a lie that the devil tells us to hold us captive. You know, the, de the devil will tell you that, you know what, you will never be able to break out of this. So you might as well keep, you know, keep doing it because there's no freedom from this. But I want to tell you that there is freedom which can be found in Christ. This applies to many other addictions which are holding young people captive. Addictions such as alcoholism, addictions, uh, addictions such as self-harm, addictions such as, you know, things that, are um, you know, clinically proven some of them can be eating disorders and things like that i want to tell you that in christ there is freedom let's get it out of our heads that you know what we can never break free from all of these things we can never find freedom because many of us try you know worldly models of you know um, breaking free and we fail at them but i want to tell you that if you have tried and failed before try jesus i promise you jesus will help you break free if you would just give your heart to him, give your mind to him, surrendering your mind to him means that filling your mind with his word, I promise you, you will experience true freedom. Amen. Wow. Definitely needed to hear this. And I promise someone, someone out there needed to hear this. And then, um, number four, number four, one of the lies that, um, people tell themselves or last tells many people that's holding them many that's holding them captive is that being faithful to one partner outside of marriage sexually obviously is less sinful you know a lot of people justify themselves help having sex out of outside of marriage by saying no i'm just having sex with one person and this is the person that i'm going to marry one day hence this is not you know um this is not a sin and thus it's le even if it's a sin well it's less sinful than someone who's sleeping around someone who is promiscuous so we tr we tend to justify that and say no i'm just doing this so it's less sinful um the thing about this is that we are saying that there are you know there are levels of severity when it comes to sin we are saying that you know one sin is better than the other and it's not so if we are to live for God, we should just call a spade a spade and say, this is sin. This is wrong. You know, so we cannot willfully sin, even if we know that something is wrong. And just because maybe um, socially it is more acceptable and then we do it and say, no, it is less sinful. Something being socially acceptable doesn't make it less sinful. So we do not live according to socially acceptable standards we live according to the word of god standards so the thing about the word of god standards is that society nowadays has you know they they they, they throw god's word aside when it comes to what is acceptable so being 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 socially acceptable doesn't mean that you will be acceptable before god's eyes so our our desire should be being acceptable before god's eyes so you might be thinking okay i'm just sleeping with one person and um this person is someone who i hope that i will marry one day so it is not sin if i'm doing this but truth of the fact is 
what you're doing it is sin and sometimes we know that i've seen so many times where couples do this before they get married and um yeah but that's not a good foundation to yeah that's not a good thing to foundate your marriage on so i believe that marriage should be foundated on god's word on god's principles on you know on holiness and yeah hence even the unification of people through marriage is called holy matrimony i believe that god is holy and those who worship him should be holy so i believe that's one thing that we should stop lying to ourselves with or stop listening to this lie from the devil which says no if you are having sex with one partner outside of marriage it is acceptable no it's not acceptable just because it is acceptable in people's eyes in society's eyes doesn't make it acceptable through god's eyes so another thing that i want us to talk about this is the second last thing it is a lie which says everyone is doing it so i might as well indulge have how many times have you told yourself that like we 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 use this excuse so many times you know uh even when it comes to when we're growing up it's almost like peer pressure where um if there's a certain um sneaker that everyone is wearing you'd use that as, as an excuse you go to your parents and say no my best friend has bought this my friends have bought this can you please buy it for me their parents had bought them this sneaker so can you please buy it for me as well and um we should realize that this is a lie that um a lot of people tell tell themselves to ease their consciences and the word of god tells us in the book of romans chapter 12 verse 2 not to conform to the standards of this world the standards of this world will tell you that majority quite you know if if the majority is saying something is right it makes it right but that's not god's standard when Jesus was speaking about the road which leads to life, he spoke about how narrow it is. And not so many people are on this road. But when he spoke about the road which leads to destruction, he spoke about how wide it is. And so many find this road and are walking on this road. So we should seek to go on this narrow road, which not many people will always agree with you. You might not be the most politically correct person, but choose to be the maverick choose to be that one person who obeys god even when no one else is obeying god even when it is the unpopular decision choose to stick with god choose to maintain god's standards not the standards of the world so no just because everyone is doing something does not make it right just because everyone out there is having you know premarital sex everyone is watching porn everyone doesn't those things do not make things right and it applies to every other aspect of life just because everyone is you know going out and um yeah living you know lives which you know are you know practically it's practically hooliganism nowadays what people are doing you know we, we cannot say just because everyone is doing it then it makes it right you know today's world will tell you that yeah it's good to die young it's good to you know live recklessly they'll tell you that a reckless life is a life well lived and that's not that's not what the bible tells us the bible tells us that we should you know um submit to our parents and respect and uh, honor our parents so that we might see a long life so 
another thing is that we should even honor the word of God, submit to the word of God, because God is our heavenly Father, and that's when we submit Him, submit to Him, and honor His word. He will give us long life, and He will give us a prosperous life. So, that's something that we should um, take heed of. And um, the last one that I want to talk about today, it's this myth which I told myself this this lie as a teenager, and I know that a lot of people are still telling themselves this. And some, yeah, it's 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 really crazy. It says that um, masturbating and watching porn will help me be a better lover one day. This is a lie that a lot of young boys are telling themselves, and uh, I'm speaking for young boys because I was a young boy one one day, and um, it's a lie that we tell ourselves that okay, if I watch porn. And uh, I masturbate. Um, it will be me preparing myself for one day when I'm married and I have a sexual partner. And um, obviously, it will help me, you know, become a better lover. This is a lie straight from hell itself. Because one thing that people do not talk about when it comes to porn addiction and masturbation, when it comes to young boys, is that. Porn is the leading cause of erectile dysfunction among young men. This is something that we do not talk about as young men. I believe that we should talk about things like porn and things like um, erectile dysfunction. What it does is that it desensitizes you because you are used to this hardcore, hardcore images. You are used to this, you know, uh, different, you know, this variety in your head. And that's when you are supposed to have um monogamous oh my god did they even say it right yeah when you have to have sex with one partner for the rest of your life obviously your brain and your receptors will find it so boring and um next thing you know your body won't react how you want it to react so this is something that people don't talk about enough that it might not be for everyone but for many young men out there masturbation and porn can affect your sex life negatively so it's best to avoid such things it's best to just maintain your sexual purity it's best just to hold on no it's not going to be easy it's not going to be an easy journey you know this journey it's it's some it's a journey which oh it's it's sometimes you'll find yourself cross-questioning yourself saying is this really worth it because it seems like i'm denying myself so much pleasure it seems like I'm denying myself so much, you know, freedom and liberation. But I want to tell you that true freedom, true liberation comes from knowing Christ. And um, sometimes we tell ourselves that, you know, I need to experience some of these things before I get married. So that when I get married, I know that, okay, I've made the right decision. But I want to tell you that that's a lie from, 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 from the devil himself. That's a lie that lust tells us. You do not need to expose yourself to different things so that you can make up your mind. When God blesses you, He blesses you with what, what we, what He knows that we need and what He knows that we deserve according to His divine plan for our lives. So do not allow the enemy through His half truths. You know what the enemy does is that he he presents the truth and you know he taints it with a bit of a lie. And it will sound like the truth. It will sound right. You know, there's so many things that sound right and they sound acceptable. 
but if they are not in alignment with God's word, if they are not in alignment with God's plan for our lives, no, do not take them as the truth. So if you're listening to this and you have heard some of the things that I had to talk about, there are, I, could have, I could have gone on for so long with this list because there are so many other lies that Lust tells us, especially when it comes to, you know, today's world. Um, if you, just by looking at the latest, you know, rom-coms, by looking at the latest action movies, another lie which is common is that you, to win over your your partner, you have to sleep with them to make sure that they love you or to make them love you. To make someone love you, you have to sleep with them. That's a lie. And those are lies which a lot of young people have accepted as truth. So I just I just wanted to make this podcast episode today. Um, I know it sounds like a bit like a rant, but it's something which is close to my heart. And um, I'm mad at because for such a long time, I've believed all these lies in my life. I've believed that, you know, by telling myself that this is the last time before I, before I go, you know, and sin, I tell, you know, I tell myself that, okay, this is the last time. And I'd end up doing it again and again. And what it does, it was, it would put me in so much, you know, condemnation and guilt. And I'd feel so far away from God. I've told myself so many times that doing this doesn't harm me in any way if I use protection. And that proved to be a lie also. I've told myself so many times that I will never be delivered from my last addiction, so I might as well keep indulging. I've told myself that for so long and it just made me feel worse and hate myself more and more. I've told myself that being faithful to one partner sexually outside of marriage is less sinful than being promiscuous. That's a lie that I told myself for so long. I told myself that if everyone is doing it, so 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 should I, and uh, I might as well indulge. And that was a lie that the devil made me believe. And I told myself that masturbation and porn will help me become a better lover one day, which actually proves to be the opposite. So I just wanted to make this podcast episode, and um, I just wish that if you're listening to this, please share it with someone who you believe should hear this. If you know of a young man or a young lad after God who who should know this information, please share it with them because it can save their lives. It can save their marriage. Um, you know the thing about um the rest of our lives is that we start planning for the rest of our lives, not tomorrow, but today. So the actions that you do today they will affect you in the future. So if you want a happy marriage one day. Your actions now will determine what type of a marriage you have, future or a marriage that you have one day. You cannot start planning for the future in the future. You have to start today. So by by deciding to start believing God's word in your life, by living out God's word in your life, by starting to denounce the devil's lies in your life, that's how you start planning for your future and for your beautiful marriage one day of course i'm not married and yes i hope to be married one day but i believe that these are the things that we need to take care of if we want to live happy lives one day if we want to live the lives that god meant for us to live we need to start taking our purity seriously we need to start walking in truth so thank you so much for listening to this and i believe that this will help someone as it has helped me. May God bless you. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, do follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Let's After God. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Let's After God with Blessing Machinery. Do leave us a like. We always look forward to hearing your testimonies and reviews. Be blessed and catch you next time.